As the demand for telemedicine grows, so does the need for connectivity. 5G meets that need. Qualcomm remains focused on giving doctors and patients superior, security-rich 5G connectivity. Learn more at qualcomm.com slash inventionage. Is the Rich Dad Radio Show. The good news and bad news about money. Here's Robert Kiyosaki. Hello, 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 Robert Kiyosaki. The good news and bad news about money. Today we're talking about the number one pastime. What is the number one sporting event of Americans? And you know, most people across the world. What is the number one sporting event? Number one exercise that people get. Number one fitness program. You got it. It's shopping. Americans are shoppers. They love to consume. And so for years, shopping has been the only exercise many, many people got, which is kind of why we're out of shape a lot of the times. But anyway, it's shopping. That's the good news. Now, the bad news is Amazon is here. And it looks like shopping centers all over America, thousands of them, I mean literally thousands of them, are going to close. And that means thousands of people are going to lose their jobs. Already, just a few retailers closing has cost 500,000 jobs. So for those of you who love shopping but are working for, let's say, Walmart or Kmart or one of those big box retailers, or you're a mom and pop and you own a little dinky little clothing store, it's a hobby. You're about to get your butt handed to you. So that's kind of the good news. Shopping's fun. But the bad news is shopping is changing. So today we're going to talk to you about the good news and bad news about it. If you're sitting there holding your butt, hoping that you don't get fired, I mean, even Saks Fifth Avenue, which is a high-end store, just announced they're going to let go 2,000 employees. Sears, which owns Kmart, announced that Kmart might not make the turn in the road. So if you're a Kmart shopper and a Kmart employee, what are you going to do? So that's why the Rich Dad Radio Show is for you. It's about the good news and bad news about money. And today we have some very interesting and knowledgeable guests. One is Craig Coppola. He is the number one real estate broker in Phoenix, Arizona. And to be perfectly for disclosure, Craig and I and my wife Kim are partners in many, many real estate deals. We have literally, and I have the checks, have made millions together. And uh, we're still working on a couple more projects. And, but we have to be more aware of what's, where this market is going. We have a lot of offers on the tables for some of our projects, but we're definitely not going retail. And the other guest is Ben Smithy. He's the CEO of the Smithy Group. And he's an award-winning marketer specializing in digital marketing and millennial consumer. He consults with such brands as Coca-Cola, General Mills, Geico, and more. So ladies and gentlemen, I want you to welcome to the program because this is a very important program. The good news is shopping could be the only exercise many people get. The bad news is they might be shopping online. So with that, welcome to the program, Craig. Thanks, Robert. Good to be here. And Ben, welcome to the program. Hello, hello. Thank you guys for having me on. So uh, Ben, let's start with you because you're the new guy in this whole thing. Craig and I have talked (laughs) all the time because we're working on a very tight deal right now. But what do you, what does... CEO of the Smithy Group do? So we're a full-service digital agency, and we work a lot in the retail space, in the um, the retail consumer space. 
uh, a lot in the jewelry industry, so a lot in the luxury space as well. Uh, so it's an interesting topic today to talk about kind of where things are going. You know, e-commerce is hitting that industry uh, and starting to hit that industry, um, but not like it has in the general consumer packaged goods. Like you mentioned, the big box Walmarts, uh, Best Buys, Kmarts, those people of the world. Or Sears, you know. Sears, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I had a lot of classmates, you know, when I was a kid in Hawaii, getting a job with Sears was like, you know, striking the mother load. And my, my classmate became the CEO of Sears for Hawaii. And, you know, he was God. But thank God he retired about 10 years ago. So anyway, um, everything is changing. And Sears owns Kmart, I believe. And even Warren Buffett just dumped Walmart. And Warren Buffett dumped everything in Walmart. That's not a good sign. So I went, and we have now Craig Coppola. Craig, um, you and I are partners, for, for disclosure, you and I are partners in many deals. What do you see happening in the commercial real estate business versus residential? Okay, what, do you, what do you see happening? The last 10 years, there's been the, the longest bull market in apartments we've seen. Right. And a lot of that is because these millennials have not, they've delayed their marriages, they delayed actually moving out of their houses. They don't want to buy houses. Oh, they have student loan debt. That's right. They have a lot of debt. And so they've been living this kind of extended adolescence. And, and there's no high-paying jobs to pay off that debt. Well, you know, you read about all these high-tech jobs, but there's no, high-paying not- High-paying jobs. High, yeah, that's high-tech. Right. These high-tech, high-paying jobs, with very nominal, right? There's not that many of them. So a lot of people, we, we just got back last night from Whistler, Canada, and there's just tons of people up there living the dream- spending the summer working as a hostess or whatever, and so they can ride their bikes. And so what we're looking at is this long run. It's going to change, I think, as people ultimately settle down. We're going to see housing come back. But there's been a long run in apartments and the housing side, but there's been a huge disruption, obviously, in retail. It's uh, it's just devastating to a lot of people who haven't seen it coming. And, and it's been coming they saw it coming. Amazon's not new to the marketplace. No, it's been there for a long, long time. And it's really, really, I think it's telling that Buffett dumps Walmart, and he started buying airlines, and Buffett was a guy that said join AA, which means, what, airlines anonymous, stay out of them, <laughs> and now he's buying airlines when United Airlines is beating up passengers trying to get them out of their seats. So it's kind of an interesting time in the market. So Ben, let me ask you this. If I was an employee for Walmart right now, let's say I was a middle manager and probably making a hefty 100,000 a year, what would you say to me? I'd apply for a job uh, in their e-commerce department, hopefully in marketing. But can somebody just, you know, let's say I'm, I'm a dummy like me with tech, you know, I barely use a cell phone. How do I just make that transition from, let's say, shop manager of a Walmart to e-commerce? What I mean, is that logical or is that just whimsical? No, I think it's a little whimsical, but I think that, you know, the problem is it's, it's not necessarily the, the components of marketing and things like that that people are having trouble keeping up with. It's like what buttons do they push and in what order? Because... You know, anytime there's this gap, it's because you had a lot of people that said X, Y, Z will never happen, right? right? People will never buy lawnmowers online. People will never buy X, Y, Z online, right? And all of a sudden when that comes to fruition, there's this big gap between everybody that never dived into sort of where things were going versus where things were at right then. 
And that's what I think we're seeing now. You know, the Sears people of the world, everyone said, you know what? I'm a loyal Sears shopper. I'll always shop at Sears until all of a sudden they could get their everything that they wanted delivered straight to their door in, in 24 hours. You know, and, things and that, change that, when that happens. And that was Eddie Lambert or Lampert or something, right, who took Sears and Kmart and all those guys through private equity. Yeah. But anyway, um, so let's say I'm a middle manager for Walmart. I run a store out in, you know, Podunk and all this stuff. And but the store announces it's going to close. Let me ask you this. Why will it announce it's closing? I mean, they're the biggest discounter in the world. They have all the bargains. You know, they supply China with money. And uh, so here I am. I've been a good employee. I'm 50 years old right now. And why is this happening to me? You know, why is this? Ha I did all the right things. Well, I think it's the market. You know what I mean? When you look at the market controls, it doesn't matter what you do. You can't control the market. The market kind of controls the situation. So when consumers, right, you look at where consumers are going. Consumers are being exposed to massive and massive, massive amounts of content every day, right? From a marketer side, we're looking at how do you break out from the clutter because there's so much content out there. Like you turn on Instagram, you, you open up Facebook, you're exposed to thousands of pieces of content in 20 minutes, right? And that's the average time somebody's spending on Facebook a day. So how, now, how long, how long? if I'm being exposed by 50 things, why am I only going to shop at one big box store? I'm going to shop at the the new guy that's down the street, the new guy that's on my Instagram, the new guy that's on my Facebook too. So it's not it's not just Amazon that's kicking butt right now. No, it's everybody. There's a million brands that are on Instagram and Facebook that are just crushing it. So Craig, what do you see here in the Phoenix area? We were talking about the smartest retailer in town. How much do they spend for that property? Yeah, I was I was telling Robert before we came on the air that Macerich, which is a you know one of the top three mall developers mm -hmm. in the country, bought a mall called Fiesta Mall in 2004 for 135 million dollars, um, and they just they just handed it back last year to their lender. It had a loan of 84 million, and that lender just sold the property for 6.7 million dollars. How come we didn't bid on it? Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I don't know what to do with it. And guys, I'm not a real estate guy, but uh, that sounds like not a good deal to me. Yeah, you no, but let me ask you this: See, what Craig and I are real estate guys, right. and I want to—I I look at these big boxes. I go buy Best Buy about once a week, and all this—not as a consumer, but I just drive by, and it's taking up some nice real estate there. Well, here's the interesting yeah. part I, about what this. would I do with it? Well, that—that's—that's that's where my question was. It wasn't the fact that you could buy it by the pound. You know, it's like, do you do you go to to a Home Depot or Walmart and or and you buy ten pounds of Concrete. canned beans, canned beans, but but you can't eat them because it's just you and Kim at the house. So yeah. it's in this case, this is a mall, and you say to yourself, okay, I've got a mall I can buy for seven million dollars. Well, the buyers are going to put thirty to forty million into it. Now you're up to thirty-five million dollars, and you're hoping. That you can reposition it, and that's the key thing. What one would third. You do with it? What, what do you do with it? One third of all malls right now. One third of all malls can't even pay their operating expenses. Once again, it's Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show. Today we're talking about you know what would you do if you knew you're going to lose a job? You know, let's say you're working for even Zacks, which announced they're going to lay off 2,000 workers, high end. And what would you do if you like shopping but you can't afford to shop? And the biggest real estate opportunity I can see right now are shopping malls, you know, because they're going to start sh shuttering at high rates of speed now. But I don't know what to do with all that space. You're listening to the Rich Dad Radio Show with Robert Kiyosaki. Thanks for tuning in to the Rich Dad Radio Show.
If you like what you're hearing, go to iTunes or Android, subscribe to the show, and leave a rating and review to help other financially-minded people like you find the Rich Dad Radio Show. Thanks for tuning in, and keep on learning. Every business owner and real estate investor needs asset protection. Entities like LLCs, S, or C-Corps are vital to protect yourself and your business. Let Corporate Direct guide you through the process of forming a corporation or LLC. Corporate Direct is owned by Rich Dad Advisor Garrett Sutton and is Robert Kiyosaki's choice for corporate formation. Mention Rich Dad and receive $100 off a formation. Call 800-600-1760. That's 800-600-1760. Or visit online at CorporateDirect.com. That's CorporateDirect.com. Log on to RichDadRadio.com while you listen. Now back to Robert Kiyosaki. Welcome back. Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show. Good news and bad news about money. So the question we started this whole program with, what is the number one favorite pastime of all Americans and many people all over the world? The answer is not baseball or football. It's shopping. In fact, for many people, it's the only exercise they get. They go up and down those malls. But today, nowhere man is going to lose his or her job. You know, just in the last few years, Macy's, Sears, J.C. Penney's has already let go 500,000 workers, half a million workers. That's more workers than Trump can save by dropping out of the Paris Accord and trying to save the coal industry. So why doesn't Trump try and save the retail industry? And I feel for that because I have friends who... You know, I, I like I like Saks. It's right next door to my house. I just go in there, and I know the guys there, and they know what I want, and they they really service me. But they're based upon commissions. Now, if they're not getting that commission, they're finished. You know, and these guys are my age. You know, they're over fifty. And I saw this one article. I think it was some magazine. This is the most endangered species today as a fifty-year-old man because he's not he's not young enough to be tech savvy and he's too old to get retirement. I mean, too young to get retirement. So a 50-year-old guy is probably the biggest uh, dinosaur walking around today. But more than that is when a store closes and all that, a lot of times the, the community dies with it because there's jobs and all those other things that go along with it. So we're sitting on one of the biggest, you know, sea changes in the history of the world is that people love shopping, but they're shopping not just online, but shopping is changing, retailing is changing. And so our guest today are Ben Smithy, he's CEO of the Smithy Group, he's an award-winning marketer specializing in digital marketing and millennial for the millennial consumer. He consults with such brands as Coca-Cola, General Mills, Geico and more. His website is bensmithy.com, B-E-N-S-M-I-T-H-E-E.com. Other guest is Craig Coppola. In full disclosure, Craig is my, Kim and I partner. In many, many real estate deals, we have literally made millions of dollars. He's a number one commercial real estate broker in Arizona. But the reason he says commercial is residential guys always have their picture on the card, and commercial guys commercial guys don't. You know, so when I see a picture on the card, I know they're residential. Generally, there's some good-looking young guy or woman, you know, trying to entice you in. But Craig doesn't do that, and he is the number one real estate, commercial real estate broker in Arizona. Like I said, we have made millions of dollars together. 
Today, Craig and I have the num in our opinion, the number one piece of real estate coming up for repurposing, should we say. It can't get much better than this one, except we don't know what to put on it. It's too many options. Yeah, retailing doesn't look good, and office guys want to do it. But even office guys are afraid. So this program today, the Rich Dad Radio Show, Nowhere Man, is gonna, we're kind of nowhere right now. And as a, right down the street from our property are these big box retailers like Best Buy and you know those guys. And the question is, are they going to be there? And what opportunity is that? You know, I, I, I lick my chops looking at it going, holy mackerel, that is an opportunity, but that's a big box. What would mm -hmm. I do with it? How would I repurpose it? How can I take the sea change that's going on right now and profit from it? So we have the losers and we have the winners coming up. And once again, you can listen to the Rich Dad Radio Show anytime, anywhere with iTunes or Android. And all of our programs are archived at richdadradio.com. We archive them because repetition is how we learn. You've listened to this program one more time or two more times, you'll pick up even more. You'll see the future even clearer. And this is for you, but it's also for your friends, family, and your brother-in-law who works for some Walmart store <laughs> who, who thinks his job is secure. You know, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but I know a lot of people working for those big bots. Not a lot. They're nicest people, but they're clueless as what's coming down the road. You know, it's happened before. You know, the steel industry. I remember my college roommate was from— This is Craig Coppola, by the this, way. Yeah, this, my college roommate was from Steubenville, Ohio. I know. I have one from there, too. And, and, and you know, they— they, over 20 years, shut down all the steel mills in the U.S. And the last steel mill, they had a show going. And the guy's coming out. His last day of work, and he's going, I, why didn't somebody tell me that steel mills were going away? It's like the same thing is happening right now. It's happening in retail. I know. You know, it's, thousands it's, and thousands. And, and, that's what's, and, and, you know, for the goals and all the rich dad philosophy is why, do you, why would you go to school to look for job security? That's I mean, right. today, why would you go to school for a job? I mean, it's an insane idea. So our other guest is Ben Smithy, and he's not a real estate guy, thank God, CEO of the Smithy Group, <laughs> and he's a award-winning marketer, and he specializes in where the millennials are going, but more where is retail going, and he consults with such big brands as Coca-Cola, General Mills, Geico, and more. So, Ben, uh, what would you say to, again, as a question, let's say, I have a friend, and her husband does work for Walmart, and he is happy as Larry. And, you know, he I don't think he knows Buffett just sold all of his Walmart stock. What would you say to that guy? Well, you have to see kind of, is Walmart really going to, like, go completely out? Are they able to, they definitely have to sort of uh, re-strategize in terms of what the future looks like. They're trying to invest in new things. They're trying to do things, but you have to look at, like, where the pace of that is going to run out. Um, I actually, you know, I had a question too for you guys in terms of Craig, what about those like class A malls? What about the ones that I see in like Brookfield place, the Oculus here in New York, uh, even like, uh, uh, shops at legacy in Dallas or, uh, North park center in Dallas, those real high end, you know, a type malls, are those going to make it through? You think? Well, I think, I think they're going to have to change. I mean, they're going to have to dramatically change. Uh, oh, we have we have Scottsdale Fashion, we have Fashion Square. Yeah, and the one what's right across the street from me is, is uh, Biltmore Fashion Biltmore. Square. Right. So yeah. So you, so and you those have guys these, are trying everything. They're trying. Well, they're you know Mace Rich right here is going to add two hundred fifty thousand square feet of office so they can do more. And what they're doing now, these mall are they're repositioning and trying to increase food, right? They're trying to increase food, which was traditionally six percent. You'd have the just the little uh, food mall. 
where you can go and just eat really quick, get out of there. And now they're taking those food malls completely out and they're putting in all these craft breweries and those kinds of, you know, experience specialties. specialties. They're also adding uh, tons of people, uh, mall, or, uh, mall developers are adding groceries uh, stores to there, which you never saw, obviously never saw a grocery store. So you're starting to see more of those. You're talking about Whole Paycheck? I mean, Whole Foods. Whole Foods, others, the other <laughs> kind of Whole Paycheck. I love that. <laughs> and, and then the big thing is entertainment. Uh, you know, they're doing entertainment type venues, Dave and how, Buster's. How are, how are those t- theaters the way you serve eat dinner go- doing? Yeah, they're, the theaters are doing well. They're doing well. Surprisingly, you know, you'd think there'd be less and less, but they're actually changing these repurposing for that as well. Ben, have and you been to one of those theaters where they serve you beer and fried chicken yeah, wings like and all that? Yeah, like IPIC or right, um, right. Alamo Drafthouse. It all has to be experience-oriented, right, Ben? You, yep. you have to have this experience. And, Ben, you were saying earlier when we were offline, you might want to say that again about how it has to fit into the social media aspect of this. Yeah, because if you don't create an experience that's share-worthy, that's Instagram-worthy, that's Facebook-worthy, uh, my generation, that's how we categorize and catalog our lives, right? For better or worse, whatever people's viewpoint is on it, that's how we're sharing our lives. That's how we're connecting with people. Back in the day, we talked about, you know, that mall rat culture. We used to connect with people in person in that way. And now we're connecting with people from all over the world at every second of our lives. And so retailers, brands, whatever you may be, if you're not creating something that's experience worthy or, you know, worth being a brand advocate for, you're going to lose the game. And I think that's what retail really has to look at. So, so what you know, you're you, so what you're saying of here I am shopping at Walmart is not going to get much social media attention. Not for me as much as uh, some people <laughs> might in middle but, America. But if, but if here uh, I if but, I here I am at a new cool brewery where they have great chicken wings, and it's hip and it's small and nobody knows about it, that'll get attention. Uh, it will. But you know what's interesting though is those small things can't scale like Walmart has scaled. If you look at it, Walmart's still building new stores. They're still doing interesting things. So that's why, you know, I'm not completely, I'm probably not now, you know, obviously I can't argue with Warren Buffett, but I'm not as uh, as bare on uh, Walmart's ability to change. I think that they have the capital to change. I think that they have, they can hire and bring on smart people. Uh, I just think that they have to look at where the future of that's going. But that's why they're looking at neighborhoods. They're looking at smaller things in the neighborhoods, all of that. So I don't think they're going to roll over and play dead by any means. But what happens in these malls, the, 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 you know, when you talk about repurposing, it's, it's a very messy deal. So I'll give you an example of what's happening. So uh, there's a brand called Bandier that's a yoga. They sell yoga pants. The, the best kind of pants on the, earth. They the, the love those pants. You, you, I, just you don't want me wearing them. <laughs> that, that, thanks for ruining my vision of yoga pants, Robert. Um, but, you know, they have, they have classes now in their store. You can go take a, a – a, bar class. You can take a, a fitness class. You can grab juice there. You can do anything you want. And then, oh, by the way, on the way out, why don't you pick up a pair of pants? You look you look hot now. That's exactly right. So that's what they're trying to do, trying to experience. Dave and Buster's is big and growing like crazy, where you can go and play games and do all those kinds of things, as opposed to just walking into a store and seeing racks and racks and racks of clothes. It's, it's all about this experience now. Your comments on that, Ben? Yeah, but I, you know, and just to keep it back even to the same uh, sort of example, there's nothing that's keeping a Walmart, a Kmart, a Best Buy from integrating some of these newer brands. They can go through acquisitions, they can go through experience, they can create these things. They just have to do it in their voice. They can't fall in the way that Macy's tried right. to do it with the one below. 
Would you explain that? I think that's one of the most important things. Macy tried to talk to millennials, but it didn't fit their brand. Could you explain that? Yeah, so Macy's, they created the One Below experience. Uh, it's in the basement of the Macy's, the flagship Macy's here in Herald Square in New York City. And they did on paper what everybody thinks would be right in terms of millennials. You know, touch screens, huge interactive screens, all of that. Great ideas. They just didn't bake it into the DNA of the Macy's brand. And so if you don't bake it into your DNA of the brand and you just put tactics out there without the strategy, then it has a very minimal chance of success. So I was going to say that DNA. I was in Price Club the other day, and they used to go in and have one. They'd have one weenie guy sampling. There must have been twelve. You talk about DNA of their brand. There was twelve different people giving you twelve different options and twelve different kind of things that you could buy their Walmart. Which to me was they're trying to make it more experiential in their own way, in their DNA, their Price Club way. Here you can try this water filtered. What do you think about that, Ben? Yeah, I mean, I remember going to the store. I used to look forward to, when I was a kid, going to Costco or Sam's Club on a Saturday or Sunday with my mom because I got to try every little sample and run up and down the aisles, and they were the huge aisles and all this stuff and get to see everything out and about. So it is, in fact, in DNA of even like a Walmart with Sam's Club or those type of things, if they can bring that back in terms of creating the experience, right, and stop, if they if they can switch from transaction to value-based and experiential-based like they used to be, I think there's a huge opportunity because they have scale. They're in every, they're the closest to every consumer out there. They're the closest to any consumer outside of what, McDonald's? Once again, it's Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show. Please, whether you're in retailing or not, I think what Ben is telling us, because he's not a real estate guy, but he says, if you're gonna market to the new generations of people, you've gotta be different. You have to be something they'll tweet or Twitter or whatever they do about. <laughs> and Facebook it and talk, oh, this is so cool, man, look at where I'm at. And so whatever you're doing, it's gotta be cool and news-ready. When we come back, we'll be talking more about what you can do if you're a nowhere man looking for, wondering if the ax, the, what they call it, the shoe is gonna drop and you're the next guy to get the boot. And what is the opportunity for those who are entrepreneurs, especially real estate guys? We'll be right back. You're listening to The Rich Dad Radio Show with Robert Kiyosaki. The key to achieving your dreams is to develop a rich mindset instead of an excuse mindset. Instead of saying, I can't afford that, ask yourself, how can I afford that? It's amazing how a simple shift in thinking can open a world of new ideas and endless possibilities. Let the Rich Dad Company help kickstart your journey to financial freedom. Robert Kiyosaki and the Rich Dad Company have compiled Robert's top secrets to creating a rich mindset, now available in a 10-minute ebook, How to Achieve a Rich Mindset. This offer is available for a limited time only, so get yours today. Get your free ebook, How to Achieve a Rich Mindset. Go to richdad.com and look for the banner. Again, this is available only for a few days, so act fast. Go to richdad.com and look for the How to Achieve a Rich Mindset banner. Every business owner and real estate investor needs asset protection. Entities like LLCs. S or C Corps are vital to protect yourself and your business. Let Corporate Direct guide you through the process of forming a corporation or LLC. Corporate Direct is owned by Rich Dad Advisor Garrett Sutton and is Robert Kiyosaki's choice for corporate formation. Mention Rich Dad and receive $100 off a formation. Call 800-600-1760. That's 800-600-1760. Or visit online at CorporateDirect.com. That's CorporateDirect.com. 
This is the Rich Dad Radio Show. The good news and bad news about money. Here's Robert Kiyosaki. Welcome back, Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. You can listen to the Rich Dad Radio Show anytime, anywhere on iTunes and Android. And you can go to richdadradio.com to re-listen to the podcast of the show. We we archive all of our programs because they're educational programs. We don't we don't sell stuff. We don't give you advice on things like financial planners do. But we do want you to be educated. So one of the ways you learn best is by repetition. If you listen to this program again, you'll pick up whole new ideas. Or even if you're not in retailing or real estate, you'll have some new ideas because some of you are about to lose your job. The shoe will drop. Everything is changing. And especially if you have friends, families, and brother-in-law who are working for Safeway or <laughs> Walmart, and like I said, you know, even Buffett dumped Walmart, that's not a good sign, and he bought airlines, and he's always spoke badly about airlines. That's how much things are changing. So for those of you who are into change, this is the time now. Think about now before you lose your job. And you know, let's quick disclosure is back in 1981, I was in rock and roll. You know, I had the bands like Duran Duran, Iron Maiden, Boy George, Van Halen, The Police, and all this. And I, and I was a manufacturer out of Hawaii and Korea. And my biggest accounts were JCPenney's, Tower Records, Spencer's Gifts, and all those stores. And I smelled the wind changing. I said, I better get out of this business. You know, it was more than more than just money, but it was just that I was, my heart wasn't in it. And so that's why I went into education back in 1981. I made big changes in my life. So I stopped being a manufacturer, which thank God I did, because I'd be dead right now. But anyway, I went into something that was more meaningful. What I was selling was Obnoxico. And what is Obnoxico is products that actually do no good for anybody. You know, I mean, what you know, Waikiki is full of Obnoxico where I grew up. You go to those little shops, you can buy little trinkets and all that. That's Obnoxico. But millions of people love Obnoxico because they're on vacation, they're buying all that garbage, and they're quite happy, but that's where their money goes. It's not what I wanted to do with my time and money selling Obnoxico, like Duran Duran or police jackets. Anyway, I made my change. So our guests today are Ben Smithy, CEO of the Smithy Group, an award-winning marketer specializing in digital marketing to the millennial consumer consults for branches as Coca-Cola, General Mills, Geico, and more. His website is bensmithy.com, one word. Another guest is my business partner, Craig Coppola. We have invested, we have made a lot of money today. He's the author of Fantastic Life, How to Get It, Live It, and Pass It On, How to Win in Commercial Real Estate Investing, and the Art of Commercial Real Estate Leasing. So for those of you who his book on the fantastic life, and Craig does love, love the fantastic life. He's the most disciplined guy I know. He's the only guy I know who knows exactly what he'll be doing at 4 o'clock in the morning five years from now. <laughs> He's got his life planned out. And if you want to learn about commercial real estate, how to win in commercial real estate investing, he's your guy. And the art of commercial real estate invest leasing is, is the guy here. And he is my partner on some of the best real estate deals here around in Phoenix, but also in the Caribbean. We've done really well out there. That's right. So his website is thefantasticlife.com. So for those of you looking for a better life, Craig is your guy. So we're talking today about what's going to happen to nowhere men. You know, I mean, retailing is changing. Number one pastime for many people throughout the world is shopping. Unfortunately, shopping malls are closing. 
because there's a lot of people, they may not know it right now, but they're going to lose their jobs, like it or not. Estimates say by Credit Suisse, 8,600 stores will be closing in 2017. 8,600 stores. That means 8,600 times how many people work for that store are going to lose their job. So nowhere man said they will have job security. I'm a manager here. And those are the guys that are going to get their, you know what, handed to them. So that's why the Rich Dad Radio program is archived, so you can listen to it again and listen, to, you know, have your brother-in-law or sister-in-law listen to it because one out of 10 Americans is in retailing. One out of 10. They're going to get their butt handed to them, but they have job security because they went to school. They have a college right. degree. And that is the biggest myth going. So that's why I want you to listen to this program. But also, I look at all these big boxes that are going to go dark. I think that's the biggest opportunity I can see because a lot of them sit on the best corners, especially here in Phoenix, right, Craig? Infrastructure's in. The cities want them to, you know, they've been obviously the tax rolls, have, but they've been paying tons of taxes. The cities will work with you. There's tons of uh, reasons why you want to look at these because you are sitting in A-plus real estate. All the infrastructure's in. All You can get people in and out of it. Tons of parking. And the cities are going to really having to see what's going to happen with their rent rolls. And but you know the speed of disruption is increasing yes. so rapidly. And what what you're what you said all along, and you know one of the reasons why we originally met 25 years ago, is this this idea of continually continuous learning. Right, you have to, and you got to, and and if you aren't learning now, you are completely missing the game because right. you have to continuously learn. So, Ben, as part of this millennial group and a person who watches the trends, is the trend of what do you call creative destruction, which is democracy, basically, or capitalism, is it going to accelerate or slow down? That's a tough one, you know, in terms of – it depends what you mean by creative destruction in, in, in democracy in what, that aspect. What, what if, do you think you... that 8,600 stores closing, is that possible or is that blue sky, blue sky from Credit Suisse? I think that it is possible. I will say that I would see this. I see this happening more with the Best Buys of the world than I do, actually, than I would see it with the Walmarts of the world. I think, again, Walmart will have to change. I think Best Buy, a lot of their stuff is going to be very, very commoditized and, and online. It already has shifted that way. But if you look at Walmart, Walmart is, first of all, ingrained with what I love about Walmart and why I would be bullish on that. And where, you know, I'll go on record as saying I'm going to bet against Buffett on this one, okay? <laughs> um, that I think that, you know, Walmart's ingrained in the culture of America in terms of our retail habits. And then also, it's making smart moves. You know, it did make a bullish move in terms of purchasing Jet.com for about $3 billion. What is um, Jet.com? So Jet.com took dynamic pricing to where if you add this and now you add this in your cart, your price, you'll give you 5% off. If you add this other item, we'll give you 6 more percent off your cart. So this well, dynamic a, pricing it, model in It's an incentive program. Exactly. The more you uh, buy, the more you get. Time. And they do, it, they do it in their stores. No, they do it online, online in real time. They do it so online, now then, Walmart bought that. But they're going to roll it out so, in their stores? But they're, no, that was to roll out their e-commerce and build their e-commerce. So Walmart's e-commerce business last year, I think in the last quarter, was up like 70% based on that acquisition. And what's interesting is Jet used to have a big partnership uh, with Kirkland, so on the Costco side of things. But they're actually phasing that out now to only feature more you know, Walmart, Sam's Club type brand products in, in their stores for Jet.com. Okay, so how was, does Amazon have such an incentive program like that? Not exactly like that. Uh, Amazon has more of a recommendation engine. 
right, and using their prime play with media, uh, which is another place I think Walmart will have to jump into is like instead of selling media, how do they easier distribute and almost create media? Where when is the next Walmart original content? But are, are you also saying that Amazon may not have the Amazon may be convenient and easy and quick, but is it experiential? That's what we have to see. That's why that you know I think it's a sign that they're moving into the physical retail space, right? I, I actually read somewhere they're actually opening a bookstore. They opened going. it up, yeah. Have you been in New York City. Have you been there, Ben? I have not yet, but uh, I have not braved the line to get in there. <laughs> what are you hearing? Are you, it looked like it was fairly normal bookstore to me. Did you? Yeah, you I didn't hear anything that it was It was more evolutionary than revolutionary. Right. How about the people who are trying to do grocery shopping without clerks or without the checkout? That's coming. I think that's genius. It's, it's coming. It's, it's happening. Is that going to happen or what? Yeah, it's, it's yeah for sure. So and I mean, not even without the clerks. I think that'll be the C-store model, right, the stop and shop model. But I think that the delivery stuff, it's just bound to happen, especially with urbanization and, well, both urbanization people moving into the city, but then also urban sprawl, the city's moving outward. It just makes too much sense for it to not to happen. So to go into a supermarket, but you don't have to check out because you're checking out as you go. As you go. That makes sense to you. Yeah, Amazon, Amazon's got a prototypical store in, in uh, Seattle that they've opened, and they're actually having some issues with it right now. But it, work it out. you can go online and take a look at it. It's happening. But we really yeah. are talking about two different things, though. The, the Walmart isn't in the malls traditionally. Walmart's no. freestanding across America. You know, these malls, there's, 11, there's only 1,100 of them in the U.S., right? Four, Walmart's? F- malls, full oh. malls, 1,100 of them. 400 are going down. Uh, we know that. So you're going to see somewhere 40% of them are going to close and have to repurpose. The others that are there might be able to make it because of their location, but they're going to have to do more entertainment. You know, there's these all sorts of things. I, you know, there's a group called Sea Life out there, which is a chain of small aquariums. You know, we just had our, in our market here, the the Native Americans just opened up that huge aquarium where they're actually putting these aquariums into malls, into anchor stores. They're trying to lease it out to office space tenants. They're putting charter schools in there. They're opening it up to churches. They're they're really trying to figure out the mix of how to, to do get that. Get the traffic to come in to, there. To, to get it yeah. all done. And so so it's a really big change. So yeah, sort of that live work play model is coming about to life in a in a mega scale. Wow, that's a lot a lot of change going on. That, so what about drones? What do you hear about that? Well, both Walmart and Amazon have tested those uh, and those use. I think that is. Also, one of those guaranteed things of the future, just along with, you know, in the next maybe 10 to 15 years when we see automation with cars, that's going to play into real estate and that's going to play into uh, retail as well. Your drone, if you follow the UK, the UK is on the leading edge of that. In the US, they've kind of slowed it down with the FAA, but the UK yep. is already <laughs> delivering. They're already using delivery. There's a couple of cool videos out there. The, uh, UPS has a cool video out there that shows their driver driving and then the drone just pops out of their truck, out of the brown truck, and it delivers their drone. Jeez. I mean, it's, it's, See, it's that's cool. why big box wins or that's one where one area where big box wins why versus is that? Amazon because drones don't have an everlasting battery life. And so if I'm, let's use like, just to continue, if I'm Walmart versus Amazon, Walmart now has hubs in every neighborhood across America, right? So how far am I is my drone hub at the neighborhood Walmart to the actual house? I can be there instantly almost. Versus if I'm Amazon, how many store and distribution centers do they have across the United uh, States? That's a fabulous point. Once again, it's Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news about money. Again, we're talking to a nowhere man out there who's got job security in Macy's who may not have a job next month. 
And once again, listen to the Rich Dad Radio Show anytime, anywhere on iTunes or Android. And all of our all of our programs are archived at richdadradio.com. We archive them so you can listen to them again. But if you have a nowhere man as a brother-in-law or friend, have them listen to this program and discuss it because things are going to change once again here. So, uh, Craig, you know, as a professional commercial real estate guy, what's the difference between you and why should somebody consult you versus a realtor with their picture on the card? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> uh, I think I, I mean, think Craig makes. If, if, if you have a if you have a picture on your card, realtors don't show it to Craig because he he gets nauseous <laughs> looking at it. Uh, I, I think I think the key for any industry now, as we go through this disruption is only the best will survive. If you're a, if you're a, if we're talking about retailer, if you're a, and I'm constantly amazed at how many people open sandwich shops, you know, and and they have six of their family working at the same right. place. And that's right. And you go at the end or of the day, shops. everybody's got a coffee and, shop now. Yeah, we were we were yeah, it's amazing to me. So so why do people hire us cuz when we're the best at what we do. We're we're literally on the cutting edge of everything that happens in our marketplace. And and you have to be in today's world. You can't be average anymore. And so exceptional service, uh, exceptional client relationships, dependability, all these things are, are, you know, what we do. But it's also what these these retailers have to do as well. Well, right? let me tell you something. It's, it's, people ask, what's the key to your success? Everybody knows, everybody thinks Robert Kiyosaki knows something. I really don't. <laughs> I just hang out with the smartest guys. So when I found out that Craig Coppola was number one in commercial, that's the guy I went to see. And I say, hey, Craig, let's you and I become partners when I'm not just, I don't want to just give you a commission. I pay you anything you want, but I want the best. And when you when you have the best, you make the money. That's right. And a lot of guys try and shave your commission, right? Absolutely. That is the most stupid thing. Look, if you have the best, <laughs> they're not going to shave their commission. Pay them more. That's my opinion. So, Ben. Why would yes, somebody sir. come to bensmithy.com? What can you how can you support them especially with millennials because that's really really the market that's coming on up right now. Yeah, so the biggest difference is when we used to go in and pitch people, we were one of the first people to start a millennial focused uh, agency and use social media back in the day for consumer intelligence work. And our simple difference when we used to go pitch people is everybody used to say, "Oh, the millennials, this is what they're doing. This is, you know, they're doing this and they're doing that." And simply my team and I you know, I'm the oldest one on my team at 31 years old. So when it Jeez. comes in there, it's we've lived and we breathe it. We understand it. Uh, and we're focused on real business results. You know, every marketing agency out there can create buzz. That's what they do. Uh, but we're really focused on building businesses. We've had experiences with the biggest brands around the world. But we're focused on using that experience and leveraging that experience to help build small and medium-sized businesses. Do you have to have a lot of money to hire you? No, not at all. We have consulting packages that start at $500 a month. We really want to help small businesses grow. That's fantastic, man. That is fantastic. Well, it's been a fantastic program. What's coming up next Next is Ask Robert, where you get to ask your questions. But I want to thank Ben. Thank you very, very much. And Craig, thank you. It's been a great relationship. So anyway, thank you, Craig, and thank you, Ben. Thanks, Robert. It's awesome. Thank you, Robert. And when we come back, we'll be going to Ask Robert. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Rich Dad Radio Show with Robert Kiyosaki. Every business owner and real estate investor needs asset protection. Entities like LLCs, 
S, or C-Corps are vital to protect yourself and your business. Let Corporate Direct guide you through the process of forming a corporation or LLC. Corporate Direct is owned by Rich Dad Advisor Garrett Sutton and is Robert Kiyosaki's choice for corporate formation. Mention Rich Dad and receive $100 off a formation. Call 800-600-1760. That's 800-600-1760. Or visit online at CorporateDirect.com. That's CorporateDirect.com. Rich Dad Coaching offers a phenomenal variety of services and custom strategies, all aimed at ensuring a secure, comfortable, and rich future for you and your family. Now you can get weekly access to exclusive Rich Dad Coaching services through our live stream events. Go to RichDad.com and click on the On Demand banner at the top of the homepage. Great new videos are updated regularly. Get inside knowledge and insights from Robert Kiyosaki himself, Rich Dad Coaching professionals, and more. Go to richdad.com and click on the on-demand banner at the top of the homepage. Your financial education continues. Now back to Robert Kiyosaki and the Rich Dad Radio Show. Welcome back, Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. And today our show was about the number one pastime and exercise most for most Americans. It's called shopping. Except the bad news is that there's estimated... 8,600 stores closing in America this year. That's more than after the crash of 2007, 2008. So it's more than just the economy crashing. It's the industry of shopping that's crashing. I have a lot of people I know, and I feel for them right now because they don't know what's happening, number one. And if, it did, if they did lose their job, I don't know where they would go. So I want to thank our guest today, Craig Coppola. He's the number one real estate agent in, not commercial real estate agent, which he's corrected me many times, in Arizona. And then he and I have literally made tens of millions of dollars tax-free together. He's author of The Fantastic Life, How to Get It, Live It, and Pass It On. And he does practice what he preaches there. It's more about how you live your life. He's how to win in commercial real estate investing and the art of commercial real estate leasing. Because, you know, Craig, not only do Craig and I, are Craig and I partners in what we buy, he's the guy that leases, because I don't want to lease him. So that's what we do. His website is fantasticlife.com, thefantasticlife.com. And please look at to what his, his on life is. It's fantastic. And Ben Smithy, CEO of the Smithy Group, award-winning marketer specializing in digital marketing and the millennial consumer. His website is bensmithy.com. As he says, he has packages for as low as $500, especially for those of you who need to learn how to market to a younger generation because it's a whole different world today. You know, in, in my company, I don't do any of that stuff because I'm too old for that. But I love real estate. I love real estate because real estate keeps sending me those checks Anyway, you can submit your questions to askrobert at richdad.com because it's our most popular part of our program, and I enjoy answering to them, although I do bark at some of you some of the times. But anyway, Melissa, what's the first question for Ask Robert? And once again, thank you to our guests. Our first question today comes from Davis in Des Moines, Iowa. Favorite book, Cash Flow Quadrant. It says, for someone with little experience in real estate and low amounts of capital, would investing in REITs be a good option to get exposure to real estate while continuing to learn about how to manage and finance their own real estate? 
That's a fabulous question. The first thing, um, when I talk to people, you have to decide whether you're gonna be a professional investor, like an entrepreneur investor, or you're gonna be a passive investor. 95% of people who invest in real estate are passive. So that's why they invest in paper assets such as stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, and REITs. And that's great. The trouble is you don't learn anything. You say, I would have learned nothing investing in REITs or ETFs, you know? And I wanna learn. I don't wanna learn about auto mechanics, so I'll let somebody else do that for me. You know what I mean? I don't wanna learn about dentistry, because I don't do self-dentistry, so I'll let my dentist learn that. But I wanted to be a professional real estate investor, not a passive one. So the question for you is, do you wanna be passive? Or do you wanna be proactive and the entrepreneur? And that's the decision. So I've been in real estate for most of my life, I love it. If you're gonna get started, I'd always start with Ken McElroy's book called The ABCs of Real Estate. He has three books with three different levels. Okay, that's just the basics. Also, Rich Dad's Coaching has real estate courses online as well as coaching. Real, Rich Dad's Education has real estate courses and all that. But you gotta decide whether you're gonna be passive or active. I love being active because during the breaks, Craig and I were talking about a deal we bought about 15, 16 years ago, and it makes us a lot of money a year, but not, not, not a Donald Trump money, but a million dollars a year in passive income. But you don't get that from REITs. So a million dollars a year isn't a big money for a REIT, but for Kim and I and Craig, that's a lot of money. And Kenny also gives us about $2 million a year because we're active investors. You don't get that in a REIT. But to be a active investor, you have to study first. If you're not willing to study, buy a REIT, buy an ETF, buy a mutual fund. Okay, that's for those guys. But if you're gonna be an entrepreneur, study is something you do every single day. Next question, Melissa. Our next question comes from Rick in Tucson, Arizona. Favorite book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Says Robert, I just read Rich Dad Poor Dad as a recommendation from my business professor when I asked him about investing. It was life changing. My question is, how do I start investing in real estate as a college student? Well, you, first of all, you tell your college professor I love him dearly because, as I said to the first person sending in the question, is you have to want to study. If you don't want to study, then it doesn't cost anything to study. Buy Ken McElroy's book, The ABCs, The Advanced Guide to Real Estate Investing and, the, and Property Management, but also Craig Coppola's How to Win in Real Estate Invest, Commercial Real Estate Investing. Actually, I'm in residential, which is apartment houses. We also own commercial properties. But I started as a little kid at nine years old playing Monopoly, you know, three, four greenhouses, one red hotel. So Kim and I today own thousands of red, hotel, red houses greenhouses, and several red hotels. It's just a game to us. But for most people, since they don't have any financial education at all, you know, because they'd rather turn their money over to their financial planner, which is their choice, then it's not a game, it's life and death, it's survival. You see, this market's gonna crash in a few, probably a few months, maybe to the next couple of years. And crashes make the passive investor scared, it terrifies them. Crashes make me excited. So that's why when I look at the big big box stores, and I while I feel for the employees, the nowhere men, you know, who's got a job, they're, they're the manager of Best Buy or Walmart or those guys, I feel for them. 
because eventually the other shoe will drop. The world is changing too fast to be passive. Next question, Melissa. Our next question comes from Franny in Southern California. She says, Robert, we live in the South Bay area in Southern California. I want to start to invest in real estate, but the homes around here are pretty pricey. I'm looking at investing in trailer homes. The price is affordable, and I want to rent it out to earn some cash flow. Everyone is telling me no because it'll only depreciate, but depreciation is a good thing for our taxes. I wonder what your thoughts are on that. I feel there's a market for everyone. Just because we don't live in a trailer doesn't mean there's no market for it. You're a very, very smart person. Your head screwed on tight. Look, the, the biggest problem for most people is they listen to idiots for advice. Do you know what I mean? I, got, I always hear people say, well, I want to start my business, but my friends say don't do it because it's risky. Well, who are your friends? You know, are they nowhere man, nowhere woman? Well, why would you ask them? Of course they would say it's risky because they haven't got any guts. If you're going to, let's say, start your own business, talk to somebody who's successful at starting businesses. But don't talk to your friends and family and fellow workers because they're a pack of losers when it comes to investing or business. So you've really got to choose who you seek advice from. And I think that's one of the biggest challenges today is you've really got to know who's full of it and who's telling you the truth. And the reason Craig Coppola is my partner, it was very easy to, all I do was ask. I said, who is the number one real estate guy in Phoenix? And it's always Craig Coppola. So I just go see him. And I give him more money, you know, instead of paying him 6%, I pay, give him part of the deal. We get the best. So really that's kind of the point of view here. And you're very smart to invest in trailers, but the tr problem with trailers, you gotta read uh, Tom Wheelwright's book, uh, Tax-Free Wealth, because I don't know if trailers depreciate, they, may, they may, may depreciate much faster, but you're on to it. It's really taxes and cash flow that professional investors look at. And by the way, as a commercial message, I have a new book coming out called Why the Rich Are Getting Richer. It's how debt and taxes make the rich richer but it's graduate school for those who've already read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Look, if you don't wanna study, buy a rate, buy an ETF, buy a mutual fund, talk to a financial planner or somebody like that, but that's not us, okay? So you really gotta know who you get your advice from, and I thank you all for listening to the Rich Dad Radio Show, because I'd rather be rich than rather be somebody who's like nowhere man. Once again, you can submit your questions to Ask Robert at Rich Dad Radio. And I want to thank Craig Coppola and Ben Smithy and for their contribution to your education today. Thank you for listening.